0: Hey hey everybody and welcome to another episode of The Brown Girl. First and foremost, happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. I absolutely love Valentine's Day um just because I feel like it's a holiday that makes you have to think about somebody else a little extra, whether it be like your partner or your family member or your best friend or whoever it just forces you to think of somebody else other than yourself so any day like that i love people be having so much flat for valentine's day but i mean i guess that's all based on personal experience but me personally i love it it is what it is um <laughs> so this very special bonus episode was inspired by none other than the jasmine sullivan okay hotels motels if you didn't listen to it yet please go listen to it but baby here are the stories from me and a few people that are around me okay because clearly jasmine forgot to hit me up at axe forum it's cool you know what i'm saying um i forgive her of course so this episode is i love it i just do say. It's I really, really like it. So once again, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for tuning in. And without any further ado, Hotels Motels.
1: I think what my problem is, is that I fall in love too fast and I end up ignoring every red flag that is presented. Like I will make every excuse. He's just stressed or I'm just going to give it a little more time and go with the flow And then I end up wasting months and years with someone who made it clear several times and in several different ways that they're not into me as much as I'm into them. And then I wind up getting hurt. But the late great Maya Angelou once said, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time.
2: just my first relationship with a guy and and he said he had a gift for me and I had a homemade card waiting for him plus I had made like this song for him just for him and a poem and I was like wait he has a gift? I didn't buy anything so I'm sitting there like don't buy me no gift he was like no you want this gift So I'm sitting here waiting for him to call, and I had made this nice card, holding it ready. Because what I did was the homemade card was, um, it had like confetti in it. I had cut, I literally stayed up all night, cut little confetti. This is me at what, nineteen, twenty. I was, I was, uh, holy sanctified at the moment. Because I was like, I ain't dating nobody until I know it's real, whatever. But ooh la la. I knew, never, never knew I was going to be a gay man, but. <laughs> so, cut to the end of the story. Tell him to come outside, come downstairs, and he's holding this huge gift. And I'm just looking at like him like, what the hell is he bringing downstairs? Like, this is crazy. I was about to tell him take it back because I'm I'm not a materialistic person. But he told me, you'll love this gift. So, when I opened the gift, it was a curing. And I lost it because... I was so shocked that he he remembered that because I only mentioned it like twice in my entire life. I remember telling him like two, two times out of a conversation he remembered that. And I was like, how did you remember that? He said, you were talking about it and I really wanted to sh- throw you off because you thought I was going to get you something else. And I said, I didn't think you were going to get me anything at all. <laughs> and it just goes to show that, you know, um, with love, those are the people you have to like hold on to dear because it's just mind bottling. Cause me, like I said, this is a personal struggle because I just felt like my, I still kind of feel like this in a sense, but not as bad as back then. I've kind of felt invisible because I feel like nobody like paid attention to me or I wasn't quote unquote that hip or in, in sync or with the times or whatever. But for him to just go out the way to get that—that shows that he really cared. Funny story is, funny funny story about that is we never lasted. So,
1: (laughs) so there was this one guy that had approached me, and he basically let me know that he was open, ready for a relationship. He was, you know, single, ready to mingle. So we had been chatting it up for a few weeks and, you know, getting to know each other. He was basically ready to just give it all up for me. Um, and so one weekend, we was like, we just want to meet up with each other, enjoy each other's company. And when he went home, he let me know he made it home safely. He called me, um, I guess, to ask if I made it home safely. And when I said hello, his wife said hello. And so after that, I kind of found out that he was full-blown newlywed with two uh, children and a newborn. So...
3: I. So there was this junk that I used to mess with at my old job. And there was this nigga that she was talking to when she first got there. And I think her name was R. We would call him R. But uh, basically, I wanted to talk to her. So while we was working, I was actually kind of risking my job talking to her day to day because they kind of warned me to not talk to her while she worked and they fired me. So one day I kind of shot my shot and walked up to her and told her that she can come to lunch or break with me. And ever since then, we started talking a little bit more. And, you know, things happened. And she basically was a little thug because she didn't want no relationship and I was in the same boat and we just wanted to do what we wanted to do and that's the end of that so basically when me and her decided we wanted to like make it more consistent instead of every now and then that's when she started catching feelings and she called out of work one day and she actually called me while I was working and told me that she to make things a little bit more serious because she couldn't take you know the consistent you know sex and everything and all that we was doing without any commitment because of how she was feeling towards me and the nigga was like oh lordy lord i ain't even trying to i ain't even trying to do all that so she ended up quitting the job and ever since then Niggas be saying I made her quit, but really, she made herself quit because I I ain't ready for commitment. That's just me. I'm
4: blinded by puppy eyes, I failed to see the lies that were hidden in your stories and tried to sell us truth. I believed in you, which was a mistake because now I'm posted up looking like a dumb individual who felt victim to something so stereotypical. You told me he was just the best friend, but in reality, you meant he was the next man. Broken promises sealed with tears of misery. I spent my days questioning how you could do this to me, embrace me, occupy time and space with me, then discard me like what we had meant nothing. Which is hard to believe, because remember that night? I think the count was 13. I know he doesn't do you like me, but it's okay though. Enjoy your fantasy, and if he breaks your heart, damn it, don't run back to me. Because no longer will my ears be the grounds in which you dump your negativity. No longer will my heart be your source of positive energy. I loved you and you spit on that. I trusted you and you stepped on that. I prayed to have faith in you and you laid waste to that. And believe me when I say I don't want to get back, just sit back and enjoy the show while I grow into the man I was meant to be. Vondrae.
0: I am a closed book <laughs> for real it's really hard for me to open up um so to my friends even let alone a dude <laughs> and it's hard because I like get in these situationships with niggas and we'll get to talking we'll get to you know enjoying each other this and a third and when I finally get to the point where i consciously go like okay tay like you need to relax you know what i'm saying it's okay you don't have to be so hard all the time and i get to the point where i'm actually able to let somebody in and stop being so weird and awkward it goes down (laughs) it goes down it just ends up like not really nothing really comes from it so it's frustrating because then it's like i'm back to square one and it's like you want me to like go through all this with somebody else like that's that's what's required of me I gotta do this all over again it was so hard for me to get here in the beginning you want me to do it again what so (laughs) honestly like it'll take it'll take that person like my person the person I know is supposed to be my person that's who it'll take for me to really like actually take somebody else seriously because it's, I'm not really, it's not easy for me to just open up like that, you know, I've never really been that person, it's never really been easy for me, so the next dude that you see me with, please know that he is spectacular, I mean, talking about super amazing, (laughs) for me to just drop all that, and just be like, all right, here we are, you know what I'm saying, let's do it, um, he's gonna be Superman, and that's just what it is, I just feel like when you find that one, you know. You know? And you may deny it. Sometimes you may know it's right in front of you and you're accepting of it. But a lot of times, us ladies, we have the idea and we're still not accepting. we used to the wrong niggas, the wrong treatment. We literally pray for everything and this one man, they won't give it to us. And then you find the right one and you still hesitant. But when you know, you know. And when you ready accept it, life turns over a thousand percent.